started crying and um, man, it's, just, it's an honor. You know, it's an honor and um, you know, it's just an accumulation of a lot of hard work. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm producer Maritza Dominguez, and I'm bringing to you today a bonus episode. Earlier this week, we did a deep dive into the history and legacy of skateboarding in Metro Phoenix. From backyard pools to indoor skate parks, skateboarding made its Olympic debut. Arizona local Jagger Eaton became the first ever Olympic bronze medalist in street skateboarding. The 20-year-old fulfilled his Olympic dreams after years of hard work. I got a chance to sit down with him to break down his Olympic experience and learn how skateboarding in the Valley propelled his career. Thanks so much for joining the uh, Arizona Republic's Valley 101 podcast. Oh, of course. Of course. Anytime. Anything for Arizona. Congratulations, of course, on your uh, bronze medal. Um, so, I mean, you know, what was it like skating during the finals, you know, of the very first Olympic street skateboarding competition? And, you know, what were you thinking about when you were making those final two 45-second runs and five tricks? Yeah, skating the finals, uh, for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself, so it was a little nerve-wracking for me. I mean, obviously, there's no way ignoring the nerves. But, again, I, I, I put my, you know, I plugged my earphones in. And uh, I just, I got out there and I started skating and I, I felt real comfortable and uh, it all worked out, we're here. So, you know, for the, for years, you've talked with the Republic about your Olympic dreams. You talked uh, to them when you were about 15, again, when you were 18, you know, what does it feel like to become the first American to win an Olympic medal in skateboarding? And, you know, what did it feel like when you stepped on that podium and put that medal around your neck? Yeah, when I put that medal around my neck, first off, I started crying. <laughs> started crying, and um, man, it's just, it's an honor. You know, it's an honor, and um, you know, it's just an accumulation of a lot of hard work. Again, I mean, I, I've talked to you guys throughout my career, and you know, everybody knows this goal. This goal is not something that just happened randomly. This is a goal I've been manifesting for a long time, and uh, to take a medal home for USA for skateboarding, it's an honor and it's a blessing. You know, and so another one of your friends and teammates, Alana Smith, made it to the Olympics with you. And both of you guys started your careers at your dad's uh, skate school, Kids That Rip. What did it feel like to accomplish this goal with them? Yeah, uh, Alana is one of my favorite people in the world. I mean, I, I grew up, I grew up with them and, uh, you know, she's one, she's, she's, she's one of a kind. And uh, to do that with her, and to um, and to go through that whole process, I know, I know what she was, I know what she was going through, and I, I know how hard it is at that level. And um, you know, I'm just glad that she got the opportunity. You know, and there's another Arizonan, Brighton Zoiner, who's going to make her Olympic debut in women's park skateboarding. Did you ever skateboard with her in the valley? And you know, what does it feel like to have such a strong Arizona Arizonan showing in this sport? Yeah, the fact that we got three Arizonians in there and we and we put on and I it, it's it's seriously like just so prideful. Like I'm just I'm so pumped that Arizona get, gets to get the publicity like this because the skate community in Arizona is so strong and we're all so close and skateboarding in general is like a family. And the fact that, you know, I get a, I get to start it off by taking one medal home and bright it's going to come out hitting strong. Uh, I just hope Arizona stands up because we're we're putting in work right now. 
Yeah, and you know, like one of the things is that like Arizona, like you said, has a long history of skateboarding. You know, in the 70s, there were people who were, the only place they could skateboard was, you know, empty pools. And now every city has a skate park, you know, indoor skating rinks, just like your dad's gym. You know, what ways do you think that the Valley, if there are any, um, in the skateboarding community and skating at a KTR has shaped your skateboarding career? Yeah, the skate community in Arizona has always been so supportive. And that, that, that's like a, a real way they shape my career is just being so supportive of, of my family and being so supportive of what we do. You know, we we came in and we added some indoor parks and the skate community loved that and supported that. And uh, it's just so rad. I feel like, I, I feel like you know, they just always took me under their wing. Every every zoney you know that that's out there really took me out of their wing and made me their own and and uh, the skate community is strong and yeah I'm just I'm sorry I, I just lost the words with that it's hard to even hear that because Arizona is just like my home and it's a home to a lot of things and it's home to KTR and I just hope the community out there is stoked. In what ways do you think that your um, you know training and practicing with skateboarding? kind of separated you from other skaters in in the competition and in what ways do you think that that may have elevated your ability to get onto that podium yeah so i i the way that i trained for this was like a marathon you know i knew i knew how many contests i had i knew the points i needed and honestly i feel like i, I just i feel like i i wouldn't say i prepared better i just prepared a little differently um i worked backwards from contests uh, i knew the tricks i need to have dialed uh, I didn't focus on what anybody else was doing. I just focused on what I was doing. And um, yeah, it just all, it all worked out. You know, the training for this was an experience of a lifetime and I can't wait to do it again in Paris. Yeah, um, you know, like, you know, the skateboarding has now made it to the largest uh, stage in skate, in sports competitions. Um, how do you see this sport changing or evolving? And like, how do you see yourself involved in that? Yeah, I see skateboarding just blowing up on a lot of levels. I feel like the Olympic stage and having skateboarding on that stage is just so good for the sport. I feel like both sides of skateboarding are going to benefit. There's going to be a lot more eyes for the culture, and everybody's going to see that skateboarding is an art form and that, like, to the truest sense. I mean, you, you saw eight of the best skateboarders in the world out there doing all different things. Like, name another contest like that. Like, yeah. for real, it's, it, it's one of a kind. And I feel like it's really just going to help skating as a whole. And how do you see yourself involved in that in, you know, kind of either elevating the sport or continuing to grow its impact um, for other people? Yeah, you know, honestly, for myself, I can't it's hard to even think selfishly because of how much I care about this, about how much I care about skateboarding. But, you know, I see myself just keep progressing the sport, keep doing new tricks, keep being that example, keep inspiring. Hopefully I'm inspiring, you know, like. Just, just keep elevating up, and, and that that's really the goal for skating. That's always been the goal is just to you know be a good role model, and um, and yeah, and just for the for the next generation watching, you know, just look, just tell how much fun and tell the story about all this. You know, so you've accomplished a lifelong dream, like we said. You know, you've you've had this on your radar since you were probably 11, 15, 20, 18 years old, and now you're 20. You know, what's next for you? What is you know what is your what are you hoping to accomplish from here on out? Yeah, what's next for me? Well, in short term, it's going to be a lot of rest and a lot of golf. That that is that is the short term. Uh, long term, though, I am I am not even close to stopping, and I am so hungry after that after that podium. And I will be bright eyed and bushy tailed at the start line 
for the next for the next trials, and I, I can't wait to start again. So, what was your favorite moment at the Olympics? Uh, can you can you walk me through that? One of my favorite moments, and it's a small moment, but it's one of my favorite moments. Um, the night of the podium, I, I had like seven hours of interviews after, and I and I I found myself at two in the morning skating through the Olympic Village with the bronze medal around my neck by myself, and uh, and that was a huge moment for me because I'm one of the first skaters to ever actually push in the Olympic Village and the first American to ever have a medal around my neck pushing on a skateboard for street skateboarding, and that mean that meant the world to me. Right, for sure. I, I can only imagine <laughs> that, that that must have been a really cool moment for you. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add about, you know, what was it like to get to the Olympics or kind of what you um, what you're planning on, you know, doing next? Yeah, well, I feel like I want to wrap this up with saying thank you. Uh, thank you to Arizona. Thank you to the Valley for rallying around me and supporting me. And I want to say thank you to my friends and my family. Uh, I want to say thank you to my sponsors, Red Bull, Karuma, Heart Supply, Bones Independent. I want to say thank you to my agent, my manager, Cersei and Michelle, my coaches, Neil and Todd. Um, this is, there's so many people to thank in enough time. But I mean, thank you, obviously. Thank you for having me on and go freaking thank you, Arizona. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you for taking your time and for joining Valley 101 and congratulations again. That's it for today's bonus episode of Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and EasyCentral.com. As always, thank you for listening. And if you're a regular listener of our show, please consider supporting it by subscribing to EasyCentral.com.